Hello and welcome to Off Piste, where we try desperately to stay on topic as we talk about pop culture's biggest questions. I'm Neil Whitehead. I'm Dan Luck. And I'm Dan Tull. And this week, who's the least villainous villain? So, fiction's full of wonderful villains. We've talked about them before. We've talked about Kilgrave, who I think genuinely is probably one of the best written villains um, on screen. Um, but I thought today we'd talk about the least villainous villains. So, Dan Luck, off you go. Uh, my nomination for this is um, Sid from the original Toy Story. Now, okay, correct me if I'm wrong here, but the only thing that Sid did wrong... Was try was, and burn a toy. No, the only thing that Sid did wrong was very sensibly, very reasonably, assume that his toys weren't living things. And try and burn a toy. Kids are big kids. Ignorance is no excuse. Yeah, then. if he, you know, his his dog Scud or whatever it's called, if he started kicking that about and being like and burning his dog, then yeah, he's done something wrong. He does steal all of his sister's toys, mutilate them, and splice them together. Yeah, he's a psychopath. Also, you have to remember that just because you don't realise that they're sentient doesn't mean they're not, and you're still a bad person. Yeah, but that's like if like you picked a flower. And it was like, oh. if it no, if it turned out that that flower had hopes and dreams, and I just yeah, exactly, it, but you don't know that when picking that's, it. That's not the point. I'm still a bad person because I didn't find out. If you accidentally, if you walked across, found a little button, pressed the button, and that just nuked Lithuania. I wouldn't just press a button without knowing what it did. What do you think? Yes, I you am? would. Of course, you, I would do it. If I saw a me, if there's well, the a blood of the people says, of Lithuania is on your hands. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, guys, but if I saw a big button that said "Don't push on it," what do you think I'm going to do? Probably push it. I'm going to push it the fuck. Um, so I will concede that Sid is no more villainous than Dan Tull. Basically, yeah. That said, I am the villain. Dan of the Tull is a villain. <laughs> yeah, because he. I'm push the villain. Neil's the grey area. Would you're Sid the hero. push a button if he knew it would kill everyone? He'd in Lithuania. smash a toy into the button. He'd try and Ooh. burn the button. Oh, God. What if he smashed Woody into that button? Woody would, would Woody feel be horrible. Responsible? He'd feel so bad. Woody just killed all the people in Lithuania. Toy Story yeah. 2 and 3 are just severe counselling for Woody. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I, Bo the Peek? thing is... Bo Peek would be the therapist. I think so. Until she gets sold sometime between 2 and 3. I in which case, he just I think she pieces. must have been dropped, because she's ceramic, isn't she? Oh, God. Because oh, <laughs> so there's that scene in Toy Story 3, which I must say is the darkest yeah, like, picture really of um, uh, the Yeah, they're talking about um, they're talking about like how many toys have gone because he does like a little roll call and they're like yeah we're all here Woody and he's like oh and then one of them just says to him like OP like she's dead and he's like yeah and he gives he just gives it like a silent oh yeah he's like yeah we we were sorry about Bo and like wait does that suggest that one of the toys killed her by accident just knocked her off a shelf and she died I think I when I watched it I assumed they only just made because I think they're talking about toys that have been sold sold broken or or otherwise because you could have murder in Toy Story. You oh, do, sure. like you do, toy, yeah. toy, toy murder. You Lonzo do. tries to kill all oh, of them yeah, by leaving them into a fucking incinerator. That's like the whole story of the movie. My bad, carry on. Um, but uh, t- t- returning to Toy Story three, I'd like to tie up your thing about uh, Sid, if I may. Yes, of course. That's the film, garbage man. Isn't he's he? the garbage man, yeah, and he, he he seems like he's having a good time. No, he's nailing toys to the front of his truck. That's where um, Lotso ends up. Oh yeah. yeah, he's got a couple. So yeah. he hasn't learned. He knows that those toys are sentient, and he's doing that. Wait, is it Sid at the end as yeah. well? Because I know he's at the beginning, like near the start. It, it, because the he's got the skulls. The reason t-shirt. they show him at the beginning and the the logic of it at the end, surely that 
Yeah. You no, got I, I, no, I swear it was two different garbage men at the end. Why because one bother? of them picks up Lotto and was like, hey, I heard me one of those as a kid. And it doesn't. I think that's the point. I think it's meant to be Sid. No, but he did not, he's not shown to have one of those as a kid. I don't care. And head, he wouldn't think of a toy so sentimentally. I, 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 I think no, Sid. No, not at the end. If you not. Wikipedia the synopsis of that film, I reckon it will say Sid snap, like, puts him on the front of the truck. No, it's not Sid at the end. I think it is. I'm positive. Um, yeah, yeah, but listeners, they hitch a ride with that truck and it's Sid driving it at the end. No, it's near the start. When Yeah, um, I, yeah when it he... does it at the start and then at the end he's driving it. I so, don't think so. when we have a discussion that's more interesting than this, <laughs> can you guys get me involved? Well, do you, what do you think, Neil? Is Sid at the end? I don't know. I don't care. Viewers, so, if you want to... Um, I see, keep saying viewers as if you can see us. Listeners, if you want to prove me right, uh, then oh. find out whether Sid's at the end or not. I know he's not, but, you know, just back me up on this one. Back up your old Uncle Luck. All right, Dan. Um, so, thing is, though, right, Andy... Yeah. In the same situation as Sid, in that he doesn't know that his toys are alive, doesn't blow them up though, does he? No. And also, I'd, I'd, I'd argue that Sid has a real problem in that he um, he's he's sort of he gets that he gets the Buzz Lightyear right, yeah. But he finds it, which is a he fucking lucked out, didn't he? That's the equivalent of one of us finding like. Wait, who finds Buzz? Sid does. Oh, Sid. Find, oh, right, find, right, right. Finds him in the toy. Yeah, thing. yeah, in the in the crane. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the equivalent of winning one of those iPhone games at the Penny Arcade. You know, you know the ones where <laughs> the ones they... that it's rigged, you can't win. Yeah, really, that's know? what it is, though. It's a it's a claw machine. It's a whole it? heap of aliens and one Buzz Lightyear, and he manages to get the Buzz Lightyear. What are yeah, the chances? Exactly. Yeah. Like it's the same thing when you see though you see like a uh, a magnetic box filled with like money yeah. in Brighton, and it's like you can't get it, but it's, if you it's got really it, enticing. you'd be pretty happy. It's the same thing. I mean, Buzz Lightyear is it's meant to be the toy of the decade or something, isn't it? Yeah, it's like the new Tickle Me Yummo, basically, in terms of popularity. Yeah. yeah. So it would just it would be flying off the shelves, and he gets one. And what what does he want to do? Same Blow it face. Yeah. Prick. Yeah, I think I don't know if I buy him as the least villainous villain. I don't think he's as villainous as presented, but he's still clearly like a damaged kid. Yeah, but you get like not so much damage, but like um, he is damaged. When um the uh the PS4 first came out, like I remember watching a video where someone was like one of the first in line to get one, and then out when they left the store in front of the line of all the people, they just threw it on the ground, and <laughs> smashed it. Every time there's a new iPhone, someone just sort of like super glues it to the pavement or something. Yeah, that, yeah. But no, that's, that's different. different. That's calculated, and yeah. that's that's as a prank. But he that's did... the same approach that Sid takes. No, he's, still, he's doing not... it on his own without his, his friends on there. If his friends were there, it'd be like this will be cool. Like it's just him burning stuff, and he's talking to them. He's a psychopath. Yeah, that's, that's just kid behaviour. He's, he's playing with his toys, albeit no, in a, just a bit of a more stage one to fashion. being a serial killer. Can I killer? walk you through a day in the life of Sid? Because we do see it. You wake up. He uses a magnifying glass to burn a hole through Woody's head. Right? Not through it. Well, he would have done had he not mild got cosmetic damage. Okay, fine, fine. He, hey, uh, can I burn your head and see how mild the cosmetic no, damage because is? Because you are aware that I am a living, breathing, sentient being. Am I? Please don't. T- please don't go full M Night Shyamalan on me. That's the twist. Dan's actually just a speaking voice robot. We're eating program. people. Oh no! <laughs> um, but yeah, then he abuses his sister for a bit. Abuses is a strong word. Bullies. If you're a kid, I think bullies is a good word. Yeah, and that's a form of abuse. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd say so. He he steals her stuff and then returns it to her in like a horrible fashion that's... that scares her. She's yeah, okay. not as that's damaged little... as him. He's trying to bring her down to hell with him. Yeah, that's mean. But he is like, how old is he in that film? Probably 10. like. 10? Less than that, I would say. Eight. 
Yeah, maybe about Same eight. Age as, how, how old does Andy turn in it? What, like nine or something? Like Something like that. Oh, I don't think it matters. I think, say I think this is the classic first step of being a serial killer. You know, like whenever they talk about serial killers' childhoods, it's always they started off mutilating their toys, then they killed some birds, and then they stabbed a guy. It's always that. Yeah, but I mean... I, I, it's that, it's not like or they I had did the exact same well. childhood Andy had, which is on the surface, very, very, like... Calm. Did one, Andy stab a guy? I think one day he will just snap. That kid is too placid about everything. That's true. Do you know That's what I mean? True. There's too. There's something unnerving about him. Also, when he drops mm. his kid, all his um, toys off at the end of Toy Story Three, and he plays, and he, he's there's like something. You know, when he looks like at the kid Bonnie or something, yeah. like playing with all the, the toys, and then he's like, he kind of like leaves all like upset, like almost like there's a look of his eyes, it's like he's gonna come back. He's going to come back. You said the word like in that sentence more than I thought possible. Yeah, I know. It's a habit I really need to break. Right. You talk about Sid. I want to talk about something bigger, more badass, and altogether more completely useless. (laughs) Thanos from the MCU. (laughs) Go on. Okay. As we may have covered in previous podcasts, I'm a massive nerd. Obviously. I've read quite a lot of Marvel comic books, and Thanos is a raging badass throughout. Mm -hmm. Essentially, he's trying to get the Infinity Gauntlet with all the gems in it, so that he can have sex with death. Yes. Uh, Thanos, for those of you who may be slightly in the dark, is uh, the big purple dude at the end of Avengers, uh, who turns around in the chair. He's also in um, Guardians, Guardians of, the of the Galaxy a little bit, on these floating rock chair. And the second Avengers as well. Yes, right at the very end. Uh, yes, Neil, continue. So, in the comics at least, he's A, omnipotent, because he has the um, the gauntlet. What's yeah. it called? Infinity Gauntlet. Infinity gauntlet. Yeah. But also he has goals and he goes out to achieve them. He's a dynamic well, go-getter. All we've seen in the Marvel movies is he wants to get all the uh, the Infinity Stones. And what mm-hmm. does he do? He gives one to Loki for no reason at all. And then he gives the other one to Ronan the Accuser for even less of a reason. <laughs> and then there Ronan is... turns on him immediately. Obviously. <laughs> like, Loki was never going to give that stone back. So essentially, he started with I two don't... out of five. Wait. And he's now got none out of five. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He doesn't give one to Ronan. He sends Ronan to go and get one for him, and Ronan fails because Star Lord gets it. And then the second Ronan. No, it's in the hammer. No, no, the second Ronan. Oh no, he, gets he crams it, it in he the puts hammer. It in oh, the hammer, there you go. Yeah, yeah. And then he's got the power. I, I agree that he's terrible at picking staff, though. His own adopted daughter, <laughs> both of them in different ways, betray him. Yeah. One to Ronan and one to the Guardians. Yeah. So maybe he should stop killing families and adopting their daughters. It's not a good way of getting staff, is it? No. Like if if uh, it's, Sir it's Alan what? Sugar turned up at your house, <laughs> shot your dad, <laughs> stabbed your mum, and then went, do you want a job, mate? No. I would say yes. <laughs> oh, that's true, actually. It's that scene in Scarface. You know where Tony just kills all the competition? There's one guy standing in the room, and he's like covered in sweat. And Tony just stares at him, and it does that 80s thing where it does like the... Yeah. You can tell that. They... They then zoom in on this guy. He's like, yeah, he's just covered in sweat. And then Tony just goes, do you want a job? And he's like, what? It's the yeah, same. I do want a job, yeah. It's the same <laughs> as the scene in Firefly where they like kick Kroll or whoever it is through the engines of Serenity. Yeah. And then the next guy's like, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get the message. I understand. No problem. No worries. <laughs> but so, yeah, it's a good way of getting short-term staff, but they're not dependable. You can't rely on them to go and get you. So, for example, Sir Alan Sugar's come to your house. He shot your dad. He stabbed your mum. Do you want a job? Yeah, right then. And then he's like, right, I want you to go to France and pick up 20 kilos of cocaine. That's a poor choice. You're going to turn him in. However, you you do if you're... 
His daughter's called Gamora, and the other one's uh, Amy Pond from Doctor Who. Nebula, is. I think. Nebula, she's definitely. She's, yes. she's Amy Pond. Um, just Amy Pond. Right. So those two are like they've got their own goals. Aren't like I want my own world domination. Their own goals are more like I don't want to be next to Thanos. Whereas yeah. when he gets um, Loki and Ronan involved. He's he like if he's all powerful and all wise, right? Well, he's not yet because he doesn't have all the Infinity Stones. But he, he is he, even without be, them. He's meant to be he's pretty meant to be good. A smart cookie. Like he's the, got a flying chair. Also, the fact <laughs> that he can wield the Infinity Gauntlet without becoming soup is meant to be uh, quite good. It depends. I think in comics, various people. I, I'm pretty sure Squirrel Girl had it at one point. Because she of, beat Thanos at one point. I believe that's how she got it. Uh, you just oh. take it. Anyway, my point. My point stands. Loki and Ronan both have very obvious external needs. Like Loki's upset because he's been banished from Asgard and wants to conquer Earth. So he's like, "I'll give you the gem if you conquer Earth, but in return, I want the other gem that's on Earth." Yeah, so he's swapping a gem for a gem, right? But that doesn't make any sense either. Because all, all Loki didn't know what he had. He, he's using it to control people's minds, yeah. right? Where's the mind gem? So surely I think. he could do it another way? Can he, though? Also, the he... fact that Loki wasn't relevant to the plan. The plan was just to send in the Chitori, also something, something, get the Hulk to fight people. But you don't need Loki to make the Hulk fight people. Yeah, actually, that happens in the Hulk movie if... without anyone interjecting at all. If we open up, Thanos' plan as we see it because Loki's plan doesn't make sense on its own if it's just his plan but if you view him as a pawn in a, in a wider game even though he fails even if he succeeds he's as useful as Indiana Jones in Raiders of the Lost yeah. Ark his, his involvement is useless that, that those Chitauri right they come through a portal but they're still in space yeah. like they've saved a few miles well I think it's not properly explained but they could be in another dimension like Asgard is but maybe Asgard isn't who knows? Well, hold on. No, they can't be because they're in the Guardians of the Galaxy universe, which is in our universe. Are they? Because they just got there. Are they in the Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy Yeah, universe? yeah, that's where Thanos is. Well, no, Thanos can go anywhere, more or less. Okay. No, but there are Chitauri in Guardians of the Galaxy. Are there? I'm pretty sure there's a uh, few. The Asgardian plane has got to be at least... I would have thought it's the same it, one as the Guardians of the Galaxy. It's, it's, one. it's not. It's it, we very don't close know. No, no, they do, they do make an attempt to explain because they get around that beam of light. You can't fly on and off. Yeah, Spe- no. like, and they're specifically shocked when um, Christopher Eccleston turns up and he's managed to fly on because uh, they're like, yeah. they shouldn't be able to do that. We don't exist in the real world. Whereas Loki has like a thousand random loopholes, so no one should really care that the Rainbow Bridge got broken because it turns out you can just go every wherever you want anyway, and, and you can just brick it back up again. Yeah, like Thor two begins, and you're like, oh yeah, that really emotional bit where Thor busted up the bridge last time. Who oh, cares? Oh yeah, they just got some contractors in and mm. just really fixed it right up. Mm. What are we talking about? We we're talking about um, Thanos. Thanos. Has yes. he done anything good? Because he had one Infinity Gem. He now has none. He knew where two of them were. He now has no Infinity Gems. One of them's now trapped inside Superman, essentially. Superman? Um, the Vision at this oh, stage Vision. Right, 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 right. more or less Superman. Yeah, how are they going to cover that? Are they going to have a graphic scene? Because you, you can have a graphic scene. Rips out of his head, yeah. Because he's a robot, so you could just have... Ooh, that's to be honest, a lot of... like, Well, not a lot of them, but some of the like the good guys, they do need to start dying. Because at oh, the moment... God, there's been no deaths in Marvel. No, apart from Quicksilver, but that's it. Also, we don't know how long that's going to stick. He will That's very true, through. actually. Um, I'm thinking... Yeah, Thanos' plan so far, if you actually just look at it, could have been orchestrated by anyone and also failed by anyone. Well, like... you don't need to orchestrate anything, because he's not done anything. Mm. His plan is, 
ask some other people to get these powerful things, and invariably what these people do is keep them. Yeah. It's, he doesn't have a plan. He just sort of flies around on his little hover chair yeah. and just goes, oh, do you want to do that thing that you wanted to do anyway? Yeah? Good. Do you want some of my stuff to do it with? I'll give you some stuff if you want. You're not going to do anything useful for me, but you can have some stuff. Is, he, like, basically, is he basically the Ned Flanders of the MCU? Where he's like, with everyone else is Homer, like constantly borrowing all his stuff and never giving it back. No, because Ned Flanders isn't trying to achieve anything. Whereas Thanos is like, I want to do this thing. I have this magic glove. Do you want to borrow my glove? I feel like I feel like we're going to get you know Thor Ragnarok's coming up right yeah I think they're finally going to deal with the fact that Loki fucked up you think they're going to include Squirrel Girl is Heimdall finally going to do his fucking job for a change Heimdall is the best at not doing his job (laughs) isn't he I watch everything I can see it all I can then misses everything that's important (laughs) um I like the um I do like the idea, though, that Thor Ragnarok might open with... Because uh, uh, Loki's on the throne right now, isn't he? Uh, yes, he's but just, everyone thinks... He's, wearing, he's, in, yeah. he's wearing Anthony Hopkins' skin Anthony over Hopkins, his own. Yes. Um, I feel like it's going to open with um, like Thanos turning up and being like, right, you fucked up, and just maybe like beating him to death. I think it is um, Hiddleston's last movie. It should is be. It actually? I, we don't, I, we don't I really so. need any more Loki in these films. Like We've got that he's quite charming... And that he pairs off well against Thor. But I, equally, I don't really want much Thor, except when he's just in the Avengers. Like, the Thor films are good. Nah, they're debatable. not... Uh, the second one's not great. The Christopher Eccleston is the bad guy, and I only remember that he was the bad guy in that, because you can hear his accent through the alien language still. It's just a full-out northern accent, just in space. Alright, I want to talk about something very briefly. Yeah. So we've had Christopher Eccleston as a bad guy in Marvel. We've also had David We've had Tennant. David Tennant as a bad guy in Marvel. Who's Matt Smith going to be? Yeah, that's that's what I've wanted to know for a long time. Who could he be? Uh, who, who you could, could have him... Oh, fuck. I'm trying to think of Marvel villains now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. No, oh, does he have to be a villain? Well, sort of, yeah. We've we continued the trend. Well, you want him as Deathstroke? No, that's, that's DC. 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 There are more anti-heroes. I want him as the duck. I want him as Howard the Howard duck. The, Howard the 100% duck. 100% on board. Yes. I want him, I want him going up against Because um, Howard the Rocket duck Raccoon. got teased in Guardians, at, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians, yeah. He's canon. He's yeah. canon. Yeah. Confirmed for canon. Yeah. Well, it's the first big Marvel movie. I think it's actually in the MCU. Is Howard the Duck. 1987? No, 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 it isn't. It is. I think Didn't it George it Lucas make that movie? I think he did. Well, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Moving on from Howard the fucking duck. <laughs> do, you know, do you know that character's meant to be quite... like He's as cool as Rocket Raccoon. No, he's that. not. Yeah, he is. He can do the same sort of thing. He's, he's got a cool story, no, at least. No, he doesn't. They, doesn't that he? film no, will forever... He comes from the duck world. Yeah, he knows quack foo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? It's quack foo. It's like kung fu, but ducks. Oh, obviously, oh sorry. Do you, yeah, about, obviously. do you guys know about Swamp Thing? Swamp Thing. I've heard the name. So Swamp Thing is this giant plant monstrosity... Um, but he comes from this nexus between realities, and that's also where Howard the Duck comes from, so they're inextricably linked. Howard the Duck and Swamp Thing, together forever. How good! Jack and Rose, Titanic. Titanic 2, Electric Boogaloo, Howard no, the Duck no, and Swamp Thing. No, no, the, it's Titanic 2, The Surface, and it's about Leonardo DiCaprio coming up. Look and up that trailer, it's incredible. Um, right, so finally, my uh, my least villainous villain, and this has been a peeve of mine since the mid-90s, right? Okay. Scar from The Lion King. Okay, go on. I can see this. Right. I get. I feel really bad for Scar because you've got Mufasa, right? His name means king. Means king. Do you know Scar's original name? It doesn't it mean like it's garbage. Like Tucker. Tucker. It means garbage. Right. How good? So you're 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 the you're got a, you're a proud mummy Mufasa Tucker, 
or whatever. You know, the Muftaka, parents. Yes. Muftaka. Awesome name. Um, terrible name. King Garbage. Um, sounds like Muff Taker. Sounds Stop like, that! Sounds like Muff Tarkin. Um, ooh, ooh, what a that? crossover. Okay, we'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. Um, you, you've got these two kids, right? And James L. Jones. Sorry, carry on. James L. Jones! <laughs> Mufasa Darth Vader. Sorry, get, Sorry, carry on. Carry Sorry. On. Um, Mufasa is definitely Darth Vader. Yeah. It could be. They both have ghosts. Um, uh, uh. Oh, they both good have, God. They, they both we, have sons. I, no, fuck whatever stop, we were talking stop, about. No, stop, stop. We need this for later. We need this for another week, another time. Okay, ne- next week we're going to do the Star Wars and everything else one. <laughs> Tantalising things to look forward to, folks. Okay, Um. yeah, so you've got one child called Mufasa King. You've got Garbage Tucker, right? And then at some point in Tucker's life, probably while saving a hyena... I believe it was caused by a wildebeest. Okay, probably... Maybe he's just trying that, to eat. That's not, not a, a wildebeest. wildebeest. Oh, fuck, he's Biology with Dan. He's, he's, he's a pumba, isn't he? Yeah. Um, oh, clearly. Biology yeah. with Dan. <laughs> oh, he's a meerkat. <laughs> Biology with Dan. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's got scarred, and then they just call him Scar. That's the equivalent, right, of someone who's had a leg amputated and calling him Stumpy, one, like, Stumpy, <laughs> or just one leg. On the or other even hand, you're just Hope. describing the issue. On the other hand, it is like calling Scarface Scarface, which is super rad. Yeah, but, okay, maybe he took it on because, I mean, to be fair, it is better than garbage. A hundred percent better than garbage. But he, um, so he, his one villainous thing he does is he kills his brother, who he... It's quite villainous. But if we go back on it, right, Scar is trying to create a better Pride Lands, and he can see something coming that Mufasa can't, none of the other line, they're living in harmony, right, because they're right in the middle of summer, all right, everything is... You know, you've got lots of food available, the animals are happy, all the grass is grown. It's great, right? Uh, but he knows winter's coming. And he, he's, he's Ned Starkin around, isn't he? He knows that soon it's all going to dry up and it's going to be shit and there's going to be a drought. And he also knows that the hyenas, right, are also going to be in that situation. And he doesn't want that in his pride lands. If he's, if you know, he's not the king, but he's the king's brother. And he doesn't want... Any animal. My one issue with be, this is to be right? left out. So he doesn't want anyone to get left out, but he Except doesn't. His brother. Yeah, apart from his dead brother, but he doesn't actually provide a solution. He just brings the hyenas to where all the lions are, and then they all don't have food together. Okay, I don't think he's a good king, but I don't think he's a villain. In that he does kill his brother, I'll give him that. That's pretty villainous. Though. But it's 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 kind of the greater good kind of thing. What? It's 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 the the needs of the many outweigh the we, needs of the few. That's Spock. Is he a villain? I don't know much about Star Trek, is he? We saw we saw <laughs> this movie from Simba's point of view. Maybe if we saw it from Scar's point of view, is Bufasa a good king? I think he's, he's got... sort of a bellend. Don't sing the circle of life to all the other animals, you <laughs> They don't see it that way. So we could eat you at any moment. Oh, you get to eat grass, and we'll fucking eat you, mate. And then, and then when we die, we'll become the grass. That's... Is that how it works? It, I, it, it, it's how it works. Say, it it's, justifies it to Simba. It's the fucking cold comfort to the poor zebras that are getting chowed down. And on. also, Scar has the issue that um, the royal servant to Mufasa is Zazu. Zazu. Who just continually antagonises him. Yeah. And then Mufasa's like, ho, 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 it's just Zazu, don't worry about it. And it's like, well, hold on, just stop pissing the guy off who's been shat on his entire life. Also, right. he's a prince. Like, don't be a prick. Yeah. Like, and... He shows some affection to Simba initially. Yeah. Like he is, he's, because he's, he's Jeremy Irons, isn't it? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, good. He's got the Jeremy Irons charm. Mm. Um, and like, 
I think at the end of his reign, everyone's complaining there's no food and it's all yeah. dried up. Well, that's not Scar's fault. It's that's winter. just the environment's yeah. fault. Yeah. It's, it's implied that somehow Scar brought hyenas to Pride Rock and, that and then just, everything just died. desolated everything. That's not no. how it works. No, it absolutely isn't. <laughs> no, and all that all that needed to happen was the snooty lionesses be like Nala. <laughs> Nala would be just like, all right, we'll accept the hyenas if they don't like attack us or anything. And the hyenas would have probably been like. Yeah. Well, hyenas are scavengers. Yeah, they don't do their own killing. Well, yeah. I well, think they're, they're, not so much, but... I'm just going to bring my zoology in. They do... Zoology s- with Neil. They do scare off um, lions from their kills sometimes. So, like, that's a, a real thing that does but happen. But if you don't have that issue... Because, because Scar is the king of both. they're living in harmony together. Ebony and ivory. We're not singing. We're not, I was uh, just letting you continue Carry on. That. No, okay. um, all right. And Simba goes palling around for, what, 20 years? 10 years? It's a long time, time however long it is. Time, for lions. Enough time to age, right? Yeah. And in that time, do we know that Scar's been a bad king? Nala says it, but Nala's got no reason to like Scar. Yeah. She's very biased towards Simba. Yeah. yeah. Like, I reckon the fact that they're all alive yeah, and none have died something. from starvation, they've yeah. probably done all right. They found also, food somehow. the fact that we know that at least some of the lions are mad racist against hyenas. Yeah. So maybe she's just saying he's a bad king because he's letting the dirty hyenas in. Yeah. It's, the, it's the same as the, like an issue with Obama. I mean, it's nothing like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Simba's Trump. He what comes the in. What are you talking he about? He comes in, right? And immediately disperses all the hyenas because he doesn't like their because they're threatening his way of life. You don't know but, anything about Trump, do you? Could Trump, Trump be president Trump... by the time this episode airs? No, I, hope I, not. I don't think he could by the time anything airs. No, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that the sort of the just blanket all of them out. How, how do we know there's not like? I mean, if, if the hyenas are taken at face value, they're kind of Nazi. In that marchy bit. You're just taking that from their goose step and Nazi salute. They don't do anything Nazi-ish. Yeah. Okay, fine. Then you're, you're making my point for me. We don't. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. We don't see him do anything that bad. So, I mean, if there are bad ones, it's those three that chased Simba. They and don't do anything it. bad either. They're just very hungry. Yeah. They, they've been kicked it, out but, of the Pride Lands into a shithole. But if we take them as the bad ones, that's fine, yeah. right? They can go away because they are bad the same way the bad... Lions. Are there any bad lions? The one gets banished in Simba 2. I've not seen that film. Neither have I. Um, Is it Simba 2 or The Lion King 2? The Lion King 2. Probably. (laughs) The Lion King 2, Electric Boogaloo. It's probably not that. Which one is Simba's prize? Is that Lion King 2? That's the Lion King 2. It's it's, it's the mini Scar that comes in and and he's a good Scar, proving that a Scar can be good. Well, is that genetic though? I don't think it is. I don't think it is. It's very much mimetic, isn't it? But he's not. Well, that was a long word for off piece to carry on. <laughs> um, he, but he's not. It's just nature and nurture, isn't it? Pretty much. Because as a child, he encounters the good lions and gets on with them. But back to the point, I don't think Scar is a bad. I was going to say person. He's not a person. He's a lion. It's just that Mufasa's a prick. Zazu's a prick. Simba sort of a. Prick. He rubs it right in his face. Yeah. He's getting right going. I'm going to be king before you. And yeah, and like not I've had a lifetime of this. Yeah, I don't see my family as familial. I see you as dickheads. But if if we assume, and I'm aware this is a bit of a jump, if we sort of assume that Scar is right, if we assume that everything we're seeing from Simba's point of view is really biased, mm. and maybe Scar thinks that getting rid of this racist dictator who's kicked out all of these innocent um, hyenas. hyenas, maybe killing him's not such a bad thing. Maybe, in mm. fact, it's really heroic that he's willing to sacrifice his brother for the greater good. He, he only says, long live the king, 
as he goes as a token of respect? Uh, no, I think he was just mocking him at that point. Mm, I think maybe, was, but maybe, you know. Well, I think it's also a bit of a Hamlet reference. So really, the, the only... whole film is a Hamlet <laughs> yeah, reference. Yeah. The only thing really, then, I guess, that Scar did wrong was failing to ensure that Simba was dead. Well, no, because he didn't he have got, to he kill got, Simba. He got lied to. Also, I don't. I disagree. He's happy that Simba isn't dead. He didn't want to kill Simba, but he needed Simba out of the way. If he if yeah. he really wanted Simba dead, he'd have done it himself. Yeah, because he could have. He'd have just broken well, his neck right he there. He didn't want to get his hands dir- or paws directly dirty. I suppose in that regard, because that would have been if you know that had come out. You know, lions don't have forensics, right? There's no CSI <laughs> Serengeti. Uh, I feel like Timon and Pumbaa could give it a great crack. I'd actually watch that, to be fair. Sidebar, why don't Timon and Timber age? Timon and Pumba. Timon and Pumba age. Because Simba ages loads. All the other lions age. And then Timon and Pumba, nothing. Oh, yeah. Maybe Pumba just gets a bit more of a saggier ass. He doesn't. They look exactly the same. They look wonderful. Maybe they age better. Do you know what it probably is? Actually, I was going to say it's because they've lived a stress-free life. But they haven't. They had a stress-free life and then they took the stress-free life. also... Simba's life was just as stress-free, and he aged loads. I feel like also, but then I guess I that's was, kind of like lion puberty, isn't it? Really? I was going to make Liberty. this point. Uh, <laughs> never say that again. I was going to make this point um, earlier in that when Simba comes back to Pride Rock, being the hero and everything, he's got fuck all experience at being a king or organizing like lions. He Ooh. has spent the last. He's grown his adolescence, right? The point where you would be learning to be king, which Scar probably had done because. Yeah, Mufasa's definitely. been groomed and he would have just been like oh, I see I see Listening, how it is. Yeah. Simba's just been palling around probably doing quite eating a lot of bugs. drugs I don't buy that Simba would be strong enough to fight anyone because he's just eaten bugs bugs. <laughs> bugs are not lion food why do they look so appetising in the Lion do. King though they They're had like those sweets years ago with like the gummy centre like yeah, I know them. They were round trees bursting bugs, weren't they? So oh, yeah. good. I remember, I remember them. Yeah, they, they were, were amazing. Really nice. Right, on that... This podcast abs- sponsored by round trees bursting bugs. On that completely <laughs> fake <laughs> sponsorship, we're going to call it time. So if you want to tweet us to tell us which villain is actually not that bad, you can get us at... Uh, at Offpiste Podcast. And we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. Or you can email us at... Offpeacepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Get along, little doggies.